Donald Trump was featured on the Full Send podcast. And if you were one of the 5 million people to watch it before it got pulled from YouTube for community guideline strikes, you would know that he called it while he was talking on that particular episode. We're going to discuss the controversy surrounding that episode of the Full Send podcast getting pulled. We're going to get into some of the intricacies that Donald Trump talked about on that podcast. And we're also going to hope that this podcast doesn't get pulled for talking about that podcast. And then we're going to discuss a Forbes article in which they claim Kim Kardashian has alienated her fans. And get this, the reason supposedly she has alienated her fans is because she tells them to get up off their behind and go to work. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. That's a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You could donate an amount of your choosing. And if you know somebody that is interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. Be like, hey, you got to check out these guys hanging with apes. They're great. We are. <laughs> we truly are the best. Yes. Uh, so back today, normal situation. Yes. RX Phonics is back. Uh, our dying. normal quality is back. Even though you said when you listened to the episode, it sounded pretty good yeah, quality-wise. Yeah. But Actually, it was a good-ass episode, too. There, there were some shortcomings, but uh, it's it's good to it's good to be back to normal. You, you had me dying with the, I'm sick of this shit. That shit had me dying. <laughs> that's <laughs> the middle class. That's that's their sentiment. Like, I, yeah. there's 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 no clip out there that I feel culminates what the middle class is feeling right now. <laughs> Better than that. <laughs> shit. Y'all killing me with this shit. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Y'all killing me with this shit. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Yeah, that's... Inf- and then inflation went up. So yeah. now it's at 7.9. Well... Yeah, the, uh, the official... Yeah. It's way more than that. Yeah. But yeah, officially 7.9. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so now... um, Yeah, I got to sell my body in the streets to survive... You gotta make ends meet. Pain, pain at the pump, baby. That's what I keep saying. All these articles, pain at the pump, pain at the pump. Listen, it's so much more than pain at the pump because it takes gas to transport your food to the store. Ergo, those costs are gonna go up. Yep. To deliver things, those costs are gonna go up. Or to produce things, services rendered. Yeah. All of that stuff. This is not just oh, when you fill up your tank. Yeah. This is. All this stuff, and and this is the lunacy that these people are perpetuating, this idea that, um, oh, well, I'm willing to spend a buck or two more at the pump 
if it means doing the right thing. That's what Colbert said the other day. Yeah. He says, I'm willing to spend a buck or two to have a clean conscience. Um, well, first off, it's not just a buck or two because it's more than just filling your car up, number one. Number two, then he goes on to say, actually, I'm willing to spend $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla, which, fine, good for you, but not everybody could afford a Tesla. Plus, there's a lot of people that have perfectly good cars yeah. that work just fine. They don't need to buy a new car. Coupled with the fact that they always seem... It takes oil to make tesla parts right and like they, they, they always seem to be oblivious to the idea that also we're supposed to be stopping waste and 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 be green and be concerned for the environment but how wasteful is it to scrap a perfectly good car to go and buy an electric car yeah yeah while everyone else plays by different rules too around that's, the that's, world as a you're, you're out of your mind. Did you see that meme? Or not, it wasn't really a meme. It was a video of that trucker filling up his truck, and he had to pay a thousand five hundred. So no. because, like, I was doing the math. Okay, so back then to like during the Trump years, God, I miss him. <laughs> I paid forty bucks to fill like my tank. Now I'm paying eighty. Yeah, that would mean that if you're paying a thousand five hundred to fill your your truck. You were paying half of that. Yeah. So basically like 700 and what? 750, we'll That's say. rent in some places. Yeah. So if he's paying that much more, every like you said, everything else, because like now this load is going to be more. For, Way more. And then when this shit gets transferred to like the little like box trucks that go to like the, the restaurants or, or like all that... That well, that's why you're paying like seven dollars a burrito now. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like it has to. It's like a trickle down effect. 100%. Like this load is more because I'm paying more gas. Do you want it or not? Do you want the meats that are in this truck? Do you want the produce that's in this truck? Do you want the salt that's in this truck? Do you want anything that's in this truck that you need to run your business? All right. Well, then run a hundred percent more of the cash so you can have it. And then, well, then now that's why if you go to restaurants, if you went to the grocery store and you feel like you're spending more but getting less, well, that's why. You definitely are spending more yeah. and getting less. Literally 1% higher right now. Like, again, the unofficial or, or the official inflation numbers because it went from 7 to 7.9. We'll say 8, 7 8%. In one month since the Ukraine and, and, and Russia situation, um, it, it, it went up 1%, just one month. This war is not going anywhere, so it, inflation will keep keep going up. Then, like Biden is talking about, like getting oil from Iran and Venezuela. Yeah. Like, what happened? Like, what? Oh yeah, you fucking shut down the pipeline. That's what happened. Clown. So it's like, well, and and, and now it's beyond fixable. Like, well, I mean, it's fixable. Like, if you get back to being oil friendly independent like uh independent energy friendly but you're you're not first of all secondly that takes time like you can't just like overnight be like, all right well the pipeline is back up so th these are the things that you think about like if we're playing chess like you see how bad of a chess player this guy is like you know there's other country geopolitical powers that that be 
that that might or might not try certain things so you have to prepare for the worst like you take one step but that one step has to have the foresight of like what might ukraine or what what, what might russia do what might china do what might happen in the middle east what might like what are the trickle down effects and and this president has been so bad that like you just shoot america in the foot time in time out time in time out time in time out again and and then when things happen then we wonder why things keep getting worse yeah and so th- th- this is this is why they should probably have like IQ tests for people when they vote <laughs> unfortunately cuz like yeah if we're going to just l- let people come in and 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 and, and like well, I, I think now a lot of people out there are starting to become persuaded, and I think a lot of people are starting to realize what a dreadful mistake they made Yeah. this last time around in terms of, of who they voted for. Um, I was surprised, actually, that that wasn't a talking point when Trump was on the Full Send podcast, yeah. this idea that how many people out there are starting to potentially regret their vote and that's one thing that you and i talked about when we were having a phone conversation about that particular topic not not the topic of of if whether or not people are regretful for whom they voted for but but the idea that of the topic of trump being on on that particular podcast and how well, the podcast, that, that episode, I was one of the five million that was able to watch it before it got pulled. It was it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I didn't... I felt like those guys were a little bit out of their depth when it came to asking yeah. questions. I felt like their questions were like very basic. Um, and the, the questions that they asked didn't really provide a whole lot of answers that people didn't already know. And so you when you're in a situation like that, you got to ask questions that can potentially lead to answers for things that people are, are curious about. Yeah. It was like a couple like of... It reminded me of like guys at a bar like that were just, that President Trump just walked in and they're asking questions, yeah. but they really don't know about this stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind I, of yeah, elementary. I, I would liken it to something like that. Yeah. So because there was a part where like he's like, so so Trump is talking about oil, but he's like, yeah, yeah. It was a point. He's like, it was a point where like people would not only take the gas, but like give us sixty eight dollars, like for a barrel, like we were getting paid. To get to uh, no to keep the oil, he said we're getting paid to keep the oil because it was during that like time where like it was a lot uh, it was a sh- the the lockdowns and then oil wasn't being used because people weren't going to work so the people were literally paying you to keep just keep it here sixty eight dollars a yeah. barrel. That's literally the simplest you can explain that. He said yeah they were paying us, and, and so the guy said yeah yeah but can you explain that like in in like. You know, because our audience, you know, they, they don't know about this stuff. And then Trump was like, no, I explained it as simply as, as I could. Like, this is as simple as it gets. He's like, a very simple talker. Yeah. Like, he, he's he's not, he's not like, not he's a, not, he's not the most articulate. No. 
guy no. in terms of, of uh, <coughs> the complexity in his speech. Yeah, like like as a if I was like uh, an advisor or part of the campaign, like that would be one thing I would love about Trump is like, man, you really simplify shit. Keep that like because not everyone is going to be able to get into the logistics of stuff. Yeah. It takes work. It yeah. takes work. It takes reading. Like I think we find ourselves at a place where it's easy for us to keep up with, but like I always say, we does this, you know. Yeah. So it, it's it's like, well, you're always reading about it, watching videos about it, learning about it. But for the average person that maybe doesn't have the 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 time, freedom, luxury, whatever have you, interest to keep up with it like that, he is good at delivering the message yeah. to those people. And, and so I think we're pretty good at it too. I think that's one of the benefits of listening to this show is we're able to sort of take all that stuff, digest it, and regurgitate it in a much simpler form. Well, yeah. And, 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 and also a lot of politicians are notorious for using big words and, and sentences and a lot of shit word that they're salad. saying. Yeah, and it's like th- you're just basically saying you ain't shit. But it's like, just words. Yeah. yeah, it's word salad. And so, so I, I've I've found that I love when we actually break some shit down mm-hmm. because it's like, man, this person is saying all of this to say this garbage ass point, and it's dumb. Yeah, and that's it. So this is us breaking it down. And so sometimes people like could, like you said, not everyone has the luxury. You know, life happens and you got responsibilities. You don't have the luxury to look into everything. And so when when someone, when podcasts come, uh, well, not, not every podcast, but like when certain people break stuff down, that's what's badass. Like, and, and then you find like everyone has like a good tool. Like Joe Rogan, there's a certain... There's a certain mystique about his show that's badass. Is like he just lets anyone in, talk... Yeah. And we can have a conversation. Ben Shapiro, you're going to get, like, stats. Uh, Crowder is funny, but he, he, he does a shit. Tim Pool has conversations about shit. So, like, you might see an article or you might see something on the news. He'll break it down, but then he'll give his take yeah. and what it might mean, what it might not mean. Sometimes, like, he goes on a little too long for me, but, like, at least, like, you know he breaks it down, yeah, and, and and so you you enjoy shit. Bill Maher, like in his, in his comedy, he also could talk about certain things, yeah. and 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 it give you perspective. And so you appreciate those people because a lot of the stuff is really not that complicated. No, no, it's just I think shit. a lot of these people in certain fields intentionally want people to think that it's more complicated than it is to to more or less trick them into thinking that they need them yeah yeah oh no this is far too much for your feeble mind to to comprehend that's why you need me you know that type of thing some union painter ass shit (laughs) yeah a hundred percent uh did you know about the full send podcast prior to this Trump thing. I knew I, I didn't know they had a podcast and that was the name of the podcast, but I because there's like the Nelk Boys or whatever. Yeah, that's what they're called. And I've seen videos of them. I don't particularly find them to be very interesting people. And when I have seen videos of them, it's like them just kind of partying it up, going yeah. somewhere, going to Vegas, going here, and like that's that's their thing and they're big. 
it's definitely um, reasonable to see why they're so big because like they're pretty like the from what I've seen is a pretty basic yeah not much depth to them it's just yeah, like they're the out way there. they operate I don't think it, it it's necessarily gonna ruffle a lot of people's feathers no. um what I found incredibly interesting when I found out that the episode was pulled was so the 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 night before I watched the episode, I had seen on on my YouTube feed that the episode was out. It was only out like an hour or two, or, I, I believe. And so it said, Full Send Podcast, Donald Trump. And at first, I thought that maybe it was like some made up shit. Like, you know, all the 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 loads and loads of, of uh, clickbait stuff that's on YouTube. So I didn't know what it was. And then the next day, it wasn't out a whole 24 hours yet, but I see people on, on, on Twitter talking about it. It comes up on my feed again. So I'm like, all right, let me check it out. When I check it out, it's around 3 point something million views. Yeah. Um, then <clears throat> I see it later, the, the thumbnail, it's at 5 million views. And then I see it a little bit later, or I go to look for it later, because I was very interested to see how much the view count was going up and how fast it was going up. Yeah. Because the, as far as I could tell, the episode that they had with the most views was the Mike Tyson one that has like six point something. Yeah. But that's been out some months now. I want to say like six months or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's old. This was already within 24 hours was already at 5 million views yeah so i was very interested to see how much it was going to go up but sure enough when i go to check again it's gone i was like damn trump called him because on the episode he says he's like yeah. he's like he's like oh they're they're he says it with a lot of certainty he's like oh they're probably going to pull this episode and then he sort of issues them a challenge like i wonder if you guys are going to bend the knee yeah you know when the time comes this then the third now What's crazy is when you, because they posted a snapshot of, I guess, the message that YouTube sent them in regards to why the episode got pulled. And of course, it's misinformation, this and that, you know, strikes against the community guidelines and all of that. Now, what's interesting is they have an, an episode with Alexis Texas. Now, for people that don't know who Alexis Texas is, She's, I, I guess she's a former porn star because I watched a little bit of of the episode. I guess she's a former porn star because according to what she says in the episode, she's she hasn't done porn in a very long time. But what's interesting about that, in that particular episode, all of the raunchy, crazy things that they talk about that apparently aren't against the community guidelines because no. the episode is still up there it's still it's still linked and posted and you could watch right. it whenever you want but trump talking about stuff is is against the community guidelines and when we talked about it you were you you talked about how you you, uh, you mentioned uh it, how it's interesting how scared these people oh, yeah. are of him and it was funny because i told a friend when because i was watching it and then they got cut off and I was like, oh, I got cut off while you were watching? Yeah, because you told me I got cut off, but I was watching it from another source. I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. 
And I'm watching it, and I'm like, you know, enjoying the, the, the episode. And then it just, like, stopped. And I was like, what the fuck? So I refresh it, and it says the episode has been pulled. Yeah, wild. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay. And, and then I just looked, and I was like, what are they afraid of? What are they afraid of? Why are they so scared of this man? Why? We know why. We know why. Because one thing that he said in that, uh, that he kept repeating, he's like, the rigged election. We always, we give people the courtesy and the benefit of the doubt by saying that, like, it was a lot of weird shit. A lot of weird shit that happened in that election. I will tell anomalies you. Anomalies galore. Yeah, anomalies galore. I'll tell you, and I'll be very frank with you. I wasn't born yesterday. And if you gave me a bet right now, I would tell you with 85 to 90% certainty that shit was some weird shit going on. And I'm betting that that shit was rigged. That's me. I, I, we, or we actually broke, like, this is not, and this is not coming from some guy who's just like, you know, doesn't pay attention to politics, doesn't look at statistics, doesn't look at polls, doesn't, we, like, we were like madmen studying this shit. Yeah. And I, we will tell you, and I'll tell you, that shit made no fucking sense. At all. Like, statistically, makes no sense. But, okay, we uh, don't uh, know uh, for sure. On top of the fact that if you look at things that have taken place during other rigged elections throughout history and around the world, facts that, that, that and, and certain markers that stand out, highlights that stand out, as in terms of like what signifies a, a a rigged election, that election had all of them present. Yeah, the 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 delay in the count, taking <coughs> too long to count. Yeah, um, uh, 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 a massive number of of votes for one particular candidate. Yeah, yeah. All of that stuff. I'm gonna give a quote, and we, we and actually when the election happened, and actually when a lot of the censorship was happening, I remember us mentioning this quote, since we're we were pretty big fans of uh, the Game of Thrones series. My favorite character in the show, Tyrion Lannister. This is a quote: "When you tear out a man's tongue, you are not proving him a liar. You're only telling the world that you fear what he might say." Yeah. And I feel like listen. Trump has every right to say that shit is rigged, right? Prove him wrong. But then when we look at the people that did the footwork to find some stuff out, right? Their shit was censored. When we look at the virus and all the shit and all the studies and all the stuff that people were looking at and not even not even looking at but just like taking videos of Fauci in the beginning, in the middle, in between, at the end, all the switcheroos and all these like magic fucking tricks these people do and say. And so when you question that, you're like, wow, Fauci is a dumb fuck, really. Oh, this is community guidelines. You can't talk about yeah. that. You're lying. When you have doctors and nurses talking about this jab and the, and, and the virus and how there's weird shit going on. Uh, take them off of YouTube, take them off of Facebook, take them off of everywhere. Come on, man. Come on. So, again, he could say what he wants. Prove him wrong. 
but you're scared, so you'll just cut it off, yeah. and you'll be like, uh, when he says, oh, Ukraine would never have t- t- been taken over, well, that's what he's saying, and it wasn't taken over during his time, so what are you afraid of? Right, and, and that's what I was saying when you and I were having the phone conversation. I said, if he's so wrong, why haven't you all cultivated a candidate that can counter the points that he's making? Yeah. Debate him and beat him. You don't do that. You haven't been able to do that. No. You don't seem to have the intention on doing that. So all you do is you you do these little like weak tactics to oh well censor him and pull this and pull that and and and, and stop this and and ban him from Twitter and all of that stuff. It's like why if your side is so right, you should have like a plethora of information that can counter yeah. what he's talking about. Now, a question, because he's always, and they did ask him on the show, is like, well, are you running? And like, he always says like, oh, I, we, we don't know. Like we, yeah. why he do you think? definitely sidesteps that shit. Yeah. And but what? he keeps saying, I think it'll make people very happy. And it's funny because one of the guys cracked a joke and they were like, well, the, who, the Democrats? Like, I don't know if you caught it. <laughs> yeah. But like, but uh, you know, so because it's like, well, who is it gonna make happy? Like yeah. he's like, he's like, a lot of people are gonna be happy, but like, who though? Yeah, and but, also like, why aren't you answering? Like, what do you think is his? Well, strategy. Yeah, you you don't wanna like, you definitely don't want people to know that you're running this early, because also, what what's what's that old saying? Uh, if it, it goes something along the lines of. Don't stop your enemies from making. Don't interrupt your enemies while they're making a mistake or or while they're digging their own grave. It, it's something along those lines. I don't know the exact quote, but if I'm not mistaken, it, I think it's it's from Sun Tzu. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah. So you don't want, even though I think a lot of the left. Probably they they might feel like he intends on running again. You don't want them to start trying to pivot so much because the minute that he says he's gonna run, these motherfuckers they're gonna pivot. They're gonna laser focused, huh? They're gonna get laser focused. Yeah, exactly. So, well, right now it's like you don't know. You don't know who's gonna run because yeah. Shit, for all we know, they're strategizing and, and they might be trotting Trump out there like he's going to run. And last minute, they do the old switcheroo and Trump is in on it. And then it's DeSantis. And then they're like, damn, like we're focused on fighting Trump, but we haven't even spent any time on like working on how we would fight a DeSantis. Yeah. So you don't you don't really want to like show your cards. Also, and you and I have talked about this in great detail, is... You really don't know how you're going to attack until you don't really even know your platform, to be quite honest, until after the midterms, Mm, because after the midterms, now, you know, all right, who's if I potentially run or if I am going to run, this is my potential house that I'm working with. Yeah. Shit is is uh, big tech censorship reform possible. Now I know I could I could start talking that shit. Yeah. Because yeah. because if you let's say let's say it's not a red wave and it's a it's like a 
like a reddish wave. Well, then you probably know that like a lot of shit is not on the table for you. Like the wall is definitely not on the table for you. There's a lot of things. But if it's like the reddest wave ever known, if like I said in a previous episode, if people vote in accordance to what is going on and and they have an adequate response to what is going on right now, it should be the reddest wave we've ever seen. And so if that is the case... Then you know it's all on the table. Now you could start like, you could start just throwing, hammering away, throwing it all out there. So you don't even want to get into that. And and the the best way to 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 not get into that is just by by not saying if you're gonna run or not yet. Yeah. Yeah, because because I mean, and we've we've broken down that like his messaging has gotten clearer, but. Every time he gets asked that question, but yeah, yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense. It's and, like, well, and, and uh, in, in, we in in uh, the the Ben Shapiro Sunday special today with Bill Maher, that sort of comes up. This idea of it was Trump running in twenty twenty four, who would run against him in the primaries, and Ben Shapiro makes a good point. He's like, well. If Trump runs, he's going to clear the field. Like, nobody's really going to run against him. Get out of the way. Yeah, 100%. And so, also, on his part, you have to be a strategist because you don't want to perhaps stifle somebody else's opportunity if maybe you're not going to run, you know? So, you don't... There, there, there's a lot of ramifications that come with saying that you're gonna run. So for now, I think it is best that he just. What did don't don't say it? Yeah. What did Bill Maher have to say? He's still like, oh no, he shouldn't run. Yeah, he he thinks that that Trump's a lunatic. Like, yeah. That's his uh. assessment of Trump. That he's just like this crazy person. <coughs> he. Yeah. For as. As much as Bill Maher doesn't rock with like all of this progressivism and this woke shit or whatever, he still has a very real disdain for Trump. You know, yeah. he he uh, he just doesn't like him as a person, and, and so I think uh, I think his dislike for Trump would prevent him. No, I I I don't I don't see him voting for Trump. No matter how bad things get, like yeah. I, just the way that he described Trump and talks about him, I just can't see him voting for him. Yeah, because the other day, I don't, I don't, I don't, it wasn't Bill Maher, it was somebody else, I can't think, but uh, it was like a Charlemagne moment with somebody. And then, oh, man, when are they going to get this? Oh, Trevor Noah. Yeah. He said something about like, oh, we, we, let's just get Trump back. Like, you're starting to see a lot of people that would never have yeah. said anything about, oh, Trump or, oh, why do you why do you wonder people want to go with Trump like I don't know it sounds like a, to hear that from a Trevor Noah is almost like as close as hearing that from a fucking Don Lemon really like yeah from a motherfucker to complain like that and be like oh well that's why people are gonna go it's like you're concerned enough to know that like this guy has a chance and so it's that bad where you can't even hide it. Like, you, there's nothing good to say about and, this man. And, and I imagine that they're losing a lot of viewership. Consider this. Consider that Tucker Carlson gets... It, 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 well, he's the highest rated news show on cable. 
Joe Rogan, 11 million listeners or viewers, depending on what uh, what method you're, you're consuming his podcast, he has 11 million people tuning into his episodes. Full Send Podcast with Trump, less than 24 hours, 5 million people. So... I, I don't see any of those numbers coming from anybody that's super right. Even I've even read recently that since Bill Maher has been a little bit more vocal about about you know not rocking with like all of this woke shit and 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 willing to lend more criticism to the Democratic Party, even his numbers have gone up so much that he's actually he talks about it on on the Ben Shapiro Sunday special. So much that he, Bill Maher is starting a podcast, but it's not going to be about politics. It's just going to be like uh, uh, where he just talks with people and interviews them and like yeah. tells jokes. It's, it, he wants it. He says that he's he intentionally wants it to be removed from politics. Okay. But the fact that he even feels he could do that yeah. when his whole career is really based around politics, even his jokes and everything means that he's seeing something in his audience that's sort of a shift from what it has been yeah. in prior years. So the Trevor Noahs, the the Charlemagnes, who knows if they're seeing some sort of uh, of uh, of the <coughs> like who knows if they're seeing the numbers dwindle. Yeah. And and, yeah. and now they're starting to feel like, oh well maybe I need to pivot a little bit. Maybe I need to yeah. start keeping it real because like you lose credibility you lose credibility yeah. imagine how many people out there and i imagine charlemagne and trevor noah in, in terms of of their viewers and their audience have a lot of people that are probably relatively ignorant about politics so yeah. and, and imagine trevor noah is your only source for for political news yeah and then you vote the way that trevor noah thinks is best for you to vote yeah and Oh, look at that. Your gas has doubled. You go to the store, you spend a hundred dollars and you come home with one bag. Like yeah. it's like, oh shit. Like and, and so you're gonna be like, oh well fuck this guy. I'm not gonna rock with him. I'm not gonna listen to him. Because believe it or not, that's a valid pe point. People are very people are are can be incredibly simple when it comes to this stuff. Look at when it comes to the, like, like when it comes to politics oh, and yeah, issues yeah. in society and everything like that, look at how many people now still wear masks. Like, like we we yeah. live in Chicago. We're in the Chicago. We're in, we're in Chicago, but we we also be around the Chicagoland area, and all of these mask mandates have dropped. The 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 jab um, cards. You don't got to show it to go into places. It dropped overnight and seemingly like unexplained. Like all of these people, they're just like, "Oh, it's over this day." What did those two months from January to February do? Like, what did what happened? It did nothing. It did nothing. <laughs> and, and, but if you notice, these motherfuckers that like are so there, you see a lot of people that are still wearing their mask everywhere. And the reason why is because the information that they were given as to why they need to wear the mask. Is still prevalent in their mind and the way that that the, the politicians and all of these officials dropped the mandates 
it was really without any explanation. It was just like, oh, it's over. It was not Don't like uh, it. it was not like a speech saying, oh, it's not like the DeSantis breakdown. How like every week you see him out there giving the data and everything yeah. like that. Even though they say he's not the one that follows the science, he's really been the one that has followed it since the beginning. Yeah. But but like the Lightfoots and the and, and all of these people. Oh well, it uh, this day it's over with. Yeah. So now you have all of these people that were going off of all of these scare tactics and the fear mongering that you were on. So they believe in this fucking mask. They yeah. believe in it. Like, oh, it, it's going to protect me. It's going to save me. Even though it does nothing. It no. does nothing, which was so great the other day when DeSantis told those kids, yeah. come on, take it off already. Stop this. Like, he's like, leave it on if you want, but we really got to stop all of this. It really, yeah. it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Great. Great, great. That's like, that shit was that's phenomenal. leadership. Yeah. That is, that is the definition of leadership. But, you got all of these people that don't do their own research, don't do their own due diligence. So the only thing they have left in their mind is what is the fear mongering that they <coughs> were sold at the beginning of this whole thing. Yeah. That, and so now that it just dropped unexplicably, oh, you don't got to wear the mask. They yeah. don't want to let it go because they haven't done their own research. They haven't, you know who they relied on? They relied on Don Lemon. They relied on Trevor yeah. Noah. They relied on all these people. And so, but that's in, in regards to the mask. But now, which which is 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 how should I say it? it? It's it's relatively inconsequential. But what is consequential is the idea of oh, uh, Biden is going to get in office and make things better for the poor black and Hispanics. Oh no! Guess what? The poor black and Hispanics, their energy costs have gone up. Yeah. Their 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 taxes <laughs> have gone up. Their rent has gone up. So this guy didn't do anything for us. And you've attacked Charlemagne Americans. said that this is the guy that's for us. Trevor Noah said that this is the guy that's for us. Maybe I should start listening to somebody else. Maybe we should start listening to the apes. A hundred percent. And so that that that's where yeah. And you know what? It, it's kind of funny going back to the point where you said like. W- uh, Bill Bill Marsh trying to do like a show that has far removed from politics because like I've always been into politics I've always been into like the news foreign foreign affairs like I just like to be aware as, and as I've gotten older more and more and so one thing I appreciated and like it, it, it like went out of the window as soon as Trump became president is I used to like like before going to bed watching late night like comedy like I like know, late night you, you've always had a thing for it yeah it's but, funny because it's never been my <laughs> thing like like I, I i never got like a lot of value out of it but i know like i remember before trump this was yeah you would be like oh yeah conan or jay and, and like you were real good at like breaking down the differences between yeah. them and stuff because to me i would be like oh well and then, and I remember you were like, "Yeah, no, this guy took over for Jay Leno when he left." You were like, "Cause who?" So Fallon, yeah, yeah, J- Jay Leno left, and they put Conan, but Conan wasn't doing great with with uh, the ratings, which I like. I was sad about that. You liked I, Conan. Yeah. I liked Conan. He's like slapstickish, so they put Fallon, and Fallon did better than than Conan. But I think uh, like everyone else started creeping up, like uh, Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel were actually at times beating. Fallon and then Colbert kind of became the, the 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 thing. I wasn't really ever a big fan of Colbert, but at the end of the day, I used to like that shit because it was like real simple, lighthearted, and like 
way less complex than like my mind is at times. Yeah. So like it was like they can make fun of Obama, they can make fun of Trump, they can make fun of anything, keep it simple, and then have like especially like if they had a, a, a badass artist, like let's say Fifth or some shit. Yeah. And just talk not too crazy. Fucking every every host of whatever show, they have their way of being able to talk about certain things. Um, I I found it like cool, and it was like a light kind of like a light way to end your night and go to bed. Yeah. Sometimes I would even go to sleep like before the shit ended, because it's not like you're getting you're not getting Pulitzer uh, Prize interviews from yeah, these motherfuckers. Yeah. They're, they're, it's pretty simple. But it was kind of like the juxtaposition of like the shit that I'm on not yeah, during yeah, the day. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm like reading, watching this crazy ass deep interview, Jordan Peterson in, in uh, Channel 4 yeah, with it, the chick. It, it reminds me, what you're saying, it reminds me of uh, what um, I, uh, Trey Parker from from uh, the one of the co-creators of South Park uh, in the little documentary that they did some years ago, Six Days to Air, how yeah. it talks about how pretty much every episode has like six days from like being just an idea to being on air. Yeah. And and and, and all the, the, the steps and the process and everything. And in that particular documentary, <coughs> there's a part where it's just Trey Parker like in his office and he's eating McDonald's and he's putting together Legos and... I guess they ask him, like, you know, what are you doing? Or, like, yeah. what's this about? And he was saying, well, he's like, I'm so used to, like, having to create and tell people what to do and everything that this is, like, this is, like, such a simple moment for yeah. me that it's, like, it, yep. I, don't, I, I could enjoy it, you yeah. know? It, it, was, it was, like, it was badass. And, and I remember, and I'll never forget this shit, when, when Dave Chappelle said, he, what did he say? He said, um... He said, he said, uh, oh yeah, he said, Trump is bad for comedy. So, 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 and I was like, he's like, it's, it's going to be like really bad comedy coming in. Like, Trump is the, the worst thing that could happen to comedy. And so I was like, I'm standing there and I'm like, fuck, man. Like, and especially late night, I think he was like, they were talking about late night shows or whatever. This motherfucker called it. That's when you knew. And I mean, we knew Dave Chappelle was ahead of his time as a comedian, as a as a person who takes real topics, talks about them, and makes it funny. So I, obviously, when he said that, I took th those words serious, and then I observed, and like I haven't watched Late Night since Trump became a thing because it, they became consumed. Yeah, that's all it was. And like Late Night is garbage now, and like it's like it's it's horrible. So like you took away like the simplicity of what the fuck it was. It's not that hard. It didn't take rocket us rocket scientists to be like, oh, make a, uh, you got to make the craziest joke. No, just keep it lighthearted and keep it moving and everyone's night. And like, I can't be the only one that feels like that about late, late night shows. I can't, like, I'm pretty sure a good chunk of people like just remove themselves from watching that shit. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And it's like, and, and the answer is not, what's that dude from Fox? Cause he has his late show. Uh, uh, Greg uh, Gutfeld. Yeah, like I'm not. This shit shouldn't be political. Yeah, this is not, this is like the at opposite. least not overly political. Yeah, like talk about it. Like like Fallon, he used to do like the Putin impersonation, the Trump impersonation. That shit was funny, but like don't let one person or one thing dominate dominate an art form, which like it had its its own art. Like it wasn't the greatest comedy. It wasn't the greatest interviews. 
But it, it did what it had to do, just like the Legos did what it had to do for what was it, Matt Stone? Uh, Trey or Trey Parker. It just does what it has to do. It's like a massage. Like you work out for two weeks, you're sore, like fuck, let me get a massage. Like I wanna re energize. That's kind of what that was. We don't have that anymore. And so that that's that's the sad part of 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 late night shows, but like now I'm starting to see maybe with Bill Mars like fuck, like that's been missing and we should like I have my show and it's always been political but like I should have my own demographic on shit like we just shoot the shit yeah have fun talk to these motherfuckers I might not like this motherfucker but like we're gonna sit down we're gonna talk we're gonna joke we're gonna like this is gonna be fun fun shit cause like life is serious and like you know we understand that so let's just have one hour where we talk joke kick kick the shit yeah, and so time. yeah, so 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 maybe that's what he's seeing, and, and I never thought of that until you mentioned that. Yeah, that's wild. So moving on to the next topic, um, with uh, the I sent you this Forbes article in which they claim that Kim Kardashian alienated her entire fan base, and it was interesting. Like I I already knew about this particular topic before I read the article because. I had seen one of the ladies that's on The View talk about it. And, like, everybody is so up in arms about what she says, and which is this. is like, the best advice I have for women in business is get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. If you put in work, you will receive results. It's that simple. And so, apparently, people have a hard time with that because... Well, this is somebody that didn't like it. Kim Kardashian telling women in business to get off their asses and work. Hold on. It just, this whole thing just refreshed on me. Uh, Kim Kardashian telling women in business to get off their asses and work the day after International Women's Day has to be the biggest joke of the year. So people just found like everything, like what she said so offensive. And then the article goes on to talk about how Oh well, uh, it's easy for you because, but but the pandemic held so many people back, and everything like that, and and uh, people are just getting on their feet, and it's funny because we're just talking about it. You have so much criticism for this woman who is in business and is giving her advice as to like what makes it work. Yeah, you have so much criticism for that, but meanwhile. You didn't have the balls or the heart or the wherewithal to criticize Fauci or the mayors that were shutting down these cities that put you in the position where now it's so hard for you to get your life back together. But where was the criticism for them? No, it was, oh, wear your mask and get the jab and everything is going to be safe and and these people know what's right. But Kim Kardashian saying that I need to work, fuck her. Like, well... That's just completely inconsistent. Like you, yeah. you, you are displacing so much anger and energy towards the wrong people, and so it. I just, I just found that that funny because it's this idea that it's like, oh, it's this total alienation of somebody's fan base to when she's just saying her advice for like what works in business. Yeah, it reminds me. And, and, and all this reminds me of 50 Cent's God Gave Me Style, 
the when he says God's favorites always have it the hardest. Mm-hmm. And I see why. I see why because like like you said, you saw fellow people. You saw people get fired for not getting jabbed up. You saw people like struggling. You saw people being harassed about this stuff. You never questioned anything. Yeah, you sit here and then you bitch and moan about your predicament. And oh, privilege, privilege. Well, let me tell you a little bit about that. I remember when we were young and didn't have much, right? Fast forward to now, like life is easier. Life is easier. I, 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 I and from the from me looking at uh, like even your life, like some of the stuff you you've accomplished now, yeah, life is easier. So it's like if you were to say right now, oh, this is my advice on motherfuckers in real estate and in business and this, this and that, and someone's like, oh yeah, yeah, like you would know because yeah. your shit is like real easy right now. And then at which point, if I were you, I'd probably be like, all right, bitch, well then shut the fuck up and or or I right, bitch. Well, then don't worry about my advice. Right. Don't worry about my advice. Keep living your fucked up ass life <laughs> because you don't know what the fuck. K-Cartoon just alienated. Yeah. Like- it's like, okay. So here is a successful businesswoman and she's she's obviously successful. Um, Maybe you ought to take her advice. I mean... Also, or if you don't want to take it, that's fine. But to be up in arms about it. Yeah, that. And then not only that, but like, okay, I remember watching the Rocky movies and like when Drago had all that high tech shit and dude was going to supposedly destroy Rocky and Rocky was fucking picking up wood blocks on some like I'm not rich and I have to fucking do all types of wild shit to be able to train to get ready for this guy who has state of the art shit. And then he knocked his ass out. So what is this privilege stuff really at the end of the day? Because sometimes it could be a detriment to the person who is privileged. 100%. Because you don't know what struggle is. Those Wall Street people, when when Black Monday happened, was it Black Monday? Yeah, it, it, they jumped it, out of windows. It's a, Yeah, it's occurred a few times throughout history where things got bad and yeah. they offed themselves. Dave Chappelle talks about uh, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain hanging himself, and the dude, dude that was from the hood, that was supposed to be this genius, that was working at Foot Locker. Yeah, and it's funny because Dave Chappelle says, "I even like suggested it to him." <laughs> He's like, "No, no, man, we good." And yeah. it's like, well, that's perspective. Maybe because you've struggled, you're stronger. Maybe, just maybe, like if you, as 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 you were alluding to, focus on getting your situation in order, taking heed to what people that are successful are saying, not necessarily saying that they are 100% legit in whatever they do, but take heed into like, okay, this person succeeds at this, right? Because like growing up, I looked at like the Jewish community, the Indian community, uh, other, other cultures, and I was like, why do people succeed over others? Then when I read, uh, which which you actually got me on, was um, Wealth, Poverty, and Politics. When I read about the Nigerian household, yeah, uh, Nigerian people, Nigerian immigrants, household median household income. And it's like, wow, these motherfuckers like, get paid. What do they do? So then you start looking, oh, damn, they, they come to America and they get into the medical field and they live it up. Oh, maybe we should do that. Maybe if I have a child, I should... Like take some fucking 
sample of what Nigerian people do, what Indian people do, what what Jewish people do, and, and, and do better. But no, we don't do that. We're depressed because we can't go out because of the pandemic. Exactly, and that's and that's what you. Oh, it depressed me so much. I. It, it, it's like well, I mean, I mean, you could work out. You 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 could learn something. It, it's all of these steps that it takes to get to a certain point of success. And so, yes, she was in a position where the pandemic is not going to hold her back the way that many other people were held back. But at the same time, when did you ever stop and like criticize any of these people that like shut everything down? Yeah. Because supposedly it was necessary, but now all of a sudden it's not necessary anymore. Yeah. And so, yeah. We, I think I could take that criticism from someone who actually criticizes other shit. Right. I remember what a week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we criticized the Western world, which we've grown grown up with Western with a Western culture, and like so. So I'm supposed to just because I was born in America, I'm supposed to be like, oh yeah, no, yeah, no, Russia is bad, America's great. No, not necessarily. There is some gray in there, because. Like we've talked about uh, in that episode, Germany, UK, the US, Canada have been pretty authoritarian. So for the people that say, oh, freedom, oh, we're the good guys. Are you guys really? Are you guys the better of both evils, really? Right. Like, are you guys really just like terrible people and now Russia's terrible because they're taking over Ukraine? And And I'm not justifying what Russia's doing. What I'm saying is, who are we to tell right. Russia that they're the bad guys? Because I recall motherfuckers losing their job because they didn't get a shot. Yeah. I recall you saying it was weird how Justin Trudeau has a lot to say about authoritarian, uh, being an authoritarian when you yourself are an authoritarian and, and conduct yourself in such manner when it comes to the, 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 the jab mandate and the, and the trucker convoy. So who are you to say... That 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 uh, Putin is bad, because yeah, Putin jails people for for protesting. You do too, Justin. Right. You do too, soy boy. <laughs> like, so so yeah, it, it, we can criticize because we criticize everybody. We criticize our own side. We criticize the other side, and we understand there's levels to this. But when someone, especially, like. On Women's International Day, I thought you want an independent woman that owns her business to give some advice. Now you're gonna alienate. Now you're gonna say you're alienated by her advice. Now yeah. you're so soft, right? And a ba- such a baby pack bitch that like, oh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh fuck, I wanted your advice, but I didn't want you to alienate me. Oh, all right, well then, fucking live it up. <laughs> Let Fauci tell you what you have to do next. Yeah, yeah that's the world we live in. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing. We will see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.